Ah, oh, damn. And I have my heater running. <laughs> Same. It's cold as shit out here. Yeah, I'm turning it off now, but I might have to stop talking at some point and just oh. let the heater run. So, uh, make sure we don't die. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Speaking of it being really cold, for some reason, I also decided to drink a cold brew iced coffee. Uh, and it's awesome, no, no. but it probably wasn't the smartest choice considering. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't go for another Red Bull. You're saving that for after, probably. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, Red Bull! Yeah, that's awful. How do you? I, how do you drink it that? Tastes stuff? like a pixie stick. It de- yeah, it's like pure sugar. Like it wakes you up for sure. Uh, energy drinks don't really I... wake me up. They just make like my heart beat fast. <laughs> I yeah. I only ever used Red Bull as a mix-up, which is a bad idea. You should is, never do that. Uh, yeah. See, uh, my my rule is I drink not not one a day, but one's my limit. If that makes sense, like I don't drink them that often, but if I do drink one, I make sure that I stop at one because otherwise, yeah, I, I feel sick after. I don't drink any energy drinks anymore, but. Back in the day when I used to, it was either Monster or there's an Australian one called V. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are you drinking right now there? It looks like a fancy glass. Oh, yeah. My espresso martini in the middle of the day because, well, this episode. (laughs) Yeah, that, that sounds good. This episode's driven me to drink. Okay. Chewy. Curious to hear your thoughts on it. Chewy, can you can you go uh, lay on your mattress? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for a second there, I thought he was talking to me. <laughs> yeah, MC, please go, go lay on, on your mattress. mattress. <laughs> You're in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no, this episode there was just a bunch of emotions and Oh uh, <laughs> Chewy, you can't get in the washing machine i don't know why you're so active right now actually i do so there's not a a look there's a cat segment on this episode so i'll just have to tell you guys what's going on right now so uh my cat mr big is on um anxiety medicine to i have to give him anxiety medicine twice a day like these two are fighting so we're trying to get that to stop and like b is just scared of everything and runs around going and like (laughs) chewy's just like stop it so he attacks him so he's on anxiety medicine and it's been working great but then chewy still attacks him so chewy oh no that prescribed him (laughs) antidepressants oh and it's just given him an ass load of energy like apparently antidepressants (laughs) are like red bull for cats i don't know like he's just it's nuts yeah he's like i am unhindered by emotion (laughs) speaking of cats and i know there isn't a cat segment but grudge was totally there in spirit this episode uh (laughs) so our cat beast he's i think i might have mentioned he's kind of a geriatric cat he's he's a bit older you know he's uh you know he's 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 awesome though he always like kind of follows me around the house and stuff and we have to like keep an eye on him because sometimes he'll like be like cleaning himself and then like almost fall off the couch because he loses his balance (laughs) it's 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 funny but kind of sad uh anyways he ended up shitting all over himself (laughs) oh god i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) and then he jumped on me i didn't notice until he jumped on me oh Uh, what are you doing over there you normally just sit down (laughs) and like go to sleep i figured with it being cold he would be all about sleeping but yeah 
He looks like he's trying to figure out how to get back in the house. Oh, oh wow. Guy. No, he's probably just going to get in a plastic bag and try and suffocate himself, much like the bridge crew <laughs> on the, this episode of this week's podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot we were recording. <laughs> oh, oh, God. He's about to knock over a bunch of things. He made it. He's, he's in a bucket. I wish you guys could see it. <laughs> Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Hello and welcome to Too Young for This Trek. The podcast where I'm having trouble concentrating because my cat's like on top of a bucket that's on top of another bucket because I record in a laundry room that's also basically our storage room because we live in a tiny house. <laughs> uh, I'm Tyler and I haven't seen the Star Trek except for every episode of Discovery apparently. Now, Woo. yeah, yeah, we've watched a lot of Discovery this uh, season. Oh, I'm Eric, by the way. Uh, I've seen all of the Star Trek, like. All of it. Probably too many times. And I'm MC. I've seen Star Trek enough to enjoy it, but not to obsess about it. Unlike me. <laughs> and Troy, who who isn't here today, he's still stuck in that nebula, if you can believe it. Yeah, a few of his opinions managed to get out in our Discord this week. <laughs> but Yeah, we got a subspace message. <laughs> yeah, we, we shoved him back in that nebula, because his opinions are wrong and bad. <laughs> uh, i actually agree with some of the stuff that he said so about mirror Giorgio, do you not like mirror Giorgio? uh no she's fine she's a great character but she's an evil person yeah it's fine yeah he's completely correct yeah but he doesn't like the character <laughs> no he doesn't like her at all but troy doesn't like discovery he thinks he does and he he gets really mad at people that don't <laughs> like discovery but then he doesn't like discovery <laughs> <laughs> he's a health a self-hating star trek fan i guess i don't know yeah mm. ah, i love discovery i mean sure there's things we can complain about but overall i think it's really i great. feel like and i think this episode especially really well in my limited viewing of star trek i feel like it can't be any less like nonsensical than other star trek Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of Star Trek that makes less, way less. Yeah, sense I feel than like just Star because Trek. it's like you know, like new and current, yeah, like it gets judged more difficultly. Well, yeah, because you got shows like The Expanse, which is like hard sci-fi, you know, and that's sort of become like the what do you call it? That's the barometer now. Is that the word? Is yeah, the word it's a now? word. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Can the bar is set so much higher. But the thing is, Star Trek is still Star Trek. They're not trying to, you know, it's still Star Trek. You know what I mean? They're not trying to be the Expanse. Yeah, it's just trying to be Star Trek. They're just... Yeah, yeah. like, let it be Star Trek. <laughs> you know, they'd have to completely invalidate the canon if they wanted to make everything completely scientifically accurate, you know? Yeah, they would have to make dilithium just two lithium atoms. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this week we're watching... The episode, the, f the finale of Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Outside. They, they <laughs> changed the title again. It's 
the, they, the hope it's yeah. you part two part two we finally get the part two yeah yeah i had a feeling i yeah. mean i was really hoping yeah, they would do something kinda, super weird yeah. i was i was kind of hoping we'd see more flashback but maybe they're saving that or maybe that's just going to be a book series about book yeah well i think next season burn. has to have a lot more book because this is the second time i'm sorry i'm getting ahead <laughs> where books like tease like why his name is cleveland booker yep Yep, yep. Even though he's never been to Earth. For overloading 30 seconds. Book, how's that adrenaline? Hasn't lit up once. I never told you about my mentor, by the way, Cleveland Booker. I'll tell you the story if we survive this. Point being, I try to live up to the name. Every day. I can't wait to hear all about it. Maybe that's going to be like the series finale. As we finally get that story. Do you guys think it will um, be related to Family Guy? Because there is a character named Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope not, but that'd be funny. <laughs> uh, really funny. That'd be funny. Well, I mean, Seth, what's his name? Uh, Seth McFarland? Yeah. He's a, he's a huge Star Trek fan. He's even in Star Trek. Did you know that, Tyler? Nope. I, I know he has the Orville series where it's like... Yep. All the people that hate Discover are like, this is actually Star Trek now. <laughs> Which we'll have to cover at some point, I imagine. I've never seen it. But um, he actually is on an episode. No. And I'm not going to tell you which series, because it'll be a surprise. The original series, because he's fucking old as <laughs> shit, apparently. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> did you guys have any alternate titles for this one? I did. It, I, I had the title, right. and I kind of figured we would all have the same title here. But I said, uh, uh -huh. let's fly. Let's fly. That was Burnham's. Uh, that was Burnham's line, wasn't yep. it? Yep. She already had it ready to go. Like she didn't have to think about it or anything. No, uh, presumably she's maybe used it before. She's taken the con before. That's true. She used to be a first yeah. officer. She's probably like waiting like ten years for this. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, my alternative title is uh, "Shut to the Heart" and "Grace to Blame." <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, that hope was you all along. No, no. You were the one. I had an alternate one, which was just hashtag just book it. Because that's <laughs> that's been kind of trending, you know, with this episode. Yeah. And apparently that's like Book's slogan. And there's like a just do it uh jersey with that on it. Which I thought was kinda clever. Sorry, my wife was texting me, trying to find out if she needs me. Oh, you're good. Yeah. I'm in no rush okay. if you need to no, run off for a baby sleeping. She was just making sure I'd put, like, um, she has, like, a pillow that she needs to feed him. She was making sure I put it in the bedroom. Oh, I gotcha. So we're good. Okay. Uh, you guys want me to do the summary now? Hell yeah. My summary's kind of long. I tried to keep it short, but there's, like, a lot of, like, <laughs> set pieces and stuff in this one. So, All right. here Let's we fly. go. So, Admiral Vance is like, I, I want all the pew-pews on the Discovery. It's too important to fall into enemy hands. <laughs> and uh, then a fleet from Navarre shows up. You mean Admiral Vance? No, he's a good guy. 
I don't know. What, <laughs> yeah, was he, this... he has a wife and kid. <laughs> no, I know. This episode like made it pretty clear that he's a good guy. I just, yeah. you know. So, uh, then a fleet from Navarre show up using what I assume is like the last of their dilithium. But then Michael's like, no, no, uh, Admiral Vance, can you just let us iron the Discovery leave? So then he, you know, he looks like he throws a little bit of a tantrum, but he agrees. <laughs> and they go to maximum warp to the nebula. Meanwhile, on the lower decks of the Discovery, Tilly and the bridge crew suffocate. Back up top in the disco, Asira tortures Book and... <laughs> but not for good. They, they got better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they suffocate just a, just a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, I like um, Owo being able to hold her breath for 10 minutes. Yeah, that was intense. It's like an Olympic swimmer. That's fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, back up top in the ship, Asira tortures Book in an attempt to get the location of the dilithium. Because he's an empath, the torture is more torturous than if she tortured someone else. That's a time twister <laughs> for you. Uh, so Michael does a fake out, and then her and Book hop into the turbo lift, which is apparently in a pocket dimension because it's fucking massive. Like, I did not expect, like... <laughs> Well, have yeah. we ever have, we'll talk about this later but like i, I have thoughts <laughs> i have thoughts uh so then michael used the intercom system to remind tilly about the time that she forgot to tell her happy birthday which gives tilly an idea to blow up eric's favorite part of the ship the nacelles which will like pull them out of warp <laughs> and stuff so they do that and everyone passes out meanwhile book kills sarah zara Zeroff? Zara? Zara. Zara for Zero. uh for insulting grudge. While Michael kills Osira and turns life support back on. Then they eject the warp core into the Viridian and cross their fingers hoping Book can make the spore drive do the flip. Also, Aurelio's there and a good guy now. I feel like they really cut out like an important conversation in there somewhere. <laughs> um anyways, over in the hollow deck death trap, more and more radiation enters literally making the crew fall apart. But good news, Gray is physically there. Saru convinces Sokal to shut... Is that right? Sokal? Sokal? Sokal, that's it. Sokal. Uh, Sokal. I don't know if I spelled it right, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, Sokal <laughs> to shut down the program, and Disco gets there to save them. It's a happy ending for everyone, except for the baddies, who are all dead. Saru takes leave to yeah, help there's Sakal. There's a lot of dead henchmen in this one. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> At one point, I, I thought Michael sent them all into space, but then I guess they were just inside the Viridian, but then she blew up the Viridian. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of uh, Rise of Skywalker. There's like this one part where it keeps focusing on all the dead stormtroopers. Hmm. And it kind of took me out of the movie. And uh, it, it, I don't know. It felt kind of like that. There's just like a lot of bad guys they just slaughtered a lot of bad guys yeah it's almost like are these the good guys uh, i also don't necessarily think it was necessary and or a good plan but it looked pretty um <laughs> yeah so cool explosions. So yeah it's a happy ending for everyone except for the baddies who are all dead saru takes leave to help sakal adjust a life on the outside michael becomes captain of the disco book teases the origin of his name stamets is reunited with his family but now holds a grudge not that one <laughs> and the federation becomes whole again now with 30 percent more sahil oh sahil the episode ends with michael saying her new federation mandated catchphrase yippee ki motherfuckers as the discovery begins its <laughs> new mission 
deliver dilithium across the universe. So now you they're like delivery it. people. <laughs> yeah. You it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, on the note, you said my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I went back and forth on like what catchphrase I wanted to use. And at one point it was oh, going to no. be very nice. <laughs> but I can't do it with the Borat, so... <laughs> yeah, no the the Burnham uh the the hey, diehard wait, wait. reference was perfect. So uh, I'm I'm going to do something that you guys do all the time. Lieutenant Sahil. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> yeah. He's back. We did get to finally see him back. Oh, it was Aww. great. And he was in his uniform, the new uniform. Yeah. That yeah. was great. He looked I, so I happy it. to be there for all 5 seconds we saw his yep. face. Yeah. I, I wish he would have given it, Burnham like a chewing out, like, hey, I was just sitting there by myself yeah. for like a year. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for dropping in, saying hi. Being like, hey, we found the HQ. But <laughs> Yeah. He's uh, just happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm glad they included him. It's almost as if like they listened to our episodes and were like, and were like, yeah, we got to bring some. I don't, I'm kind of curious if that was filmed like later, but I think it might have been because <laughs> it seemed like such a throwaway thing. <laughs> Commander Burnham, Lieutenant Sire, you found your way home, as did you, <laughs> and I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah. then also, I feel like they couldn't have called it that Hope is You part two without having him in it. Yeah. He's the one that's... that said that that's phrase right. in the first episode. That's a good point. Yeah. I forgot about so, that. I don't know. <laughs> that that was the reason I wanted to bring him up is because of the title of this episode. Because he did say that mm-hmm. earlier. And that's the whole reason, like... Uh, she went on this whole mission to find the Federation is because she found out that it's just sort of collapsed. Yep. And yeah. he was the reason behind that. Behind the collapse? It was Sahil? Not, not behind the collapse. <laughs> no, it. Behind I thought it was George O. <laughs> behind the hope. Behind no, the hope. Call. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Um, Man, mm. I not, wish I had... It's not Michael, it's a hill. Yeah, I I wish I had rewatched part one before watching this because that ties together so well, you know, like her journey, you know, throughout the season. Yeah, and his journey too, I guess. <laughs> his journey, I guess. <laughs> like all, all, all two minutes uh, of it. Do you think we'll get a uh, Captain Sahil series before a Captain Wharf series? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they should at least do a short trek about it. They should, and it just—it's a short trek that's just a, like an extended version of that yeah. scene in the first one where he's just waking up and going back to sleep, waking up. Yeah, just him talking to himself yeah. or like just crying, looking out at the stars. Yeah, and just like it—it it just goes through so many types it's of birds. Sad. Like there's penguins. Maybe he's got like a Groundhog Day situation going on. <laughs> oh well, let's go. Back to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> okay. Now, because you say uh, so. uh, I was the one who took us to the end of the episode this time. So we start out in the uh, hollow deck, right? Yeah, with um, Saru and uh, Sakal doing it because 
Saru has a lot of um, wounds on his face and stuff. Yeah. And he offers him something to treat it. And the first thing we see is actually we see uh, some creature called a Gormagander, like, breaking down. It's like yeah. the hologram. I was just curious if those are the space wells from the movie because they talk about it. Yes, okay. it is. Because it makes a well sound. Well, well, there was a Gormagander in the first season of Discovery, but that's not the same as the whales in no, oh, okay. yeah, the movie. That... That's the one that, um, what's his face, uh, penetrated. I... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we don't, we can't really give away too much about the, uh, the Star Trek movie where they saved the whales, but, um, yeah. Uh, so I want to point out that's, it's, it's, even though we call it a holodeck, it's really a hollow ship. Like the whole ship is a holodeck, which is kind of cool. And we actually got to see the ship in this episode. Yeah. Moments before it's destroyed. Yeah. And yeah, they like we... got there in the nick of time, but I, I know I'm jumping ahead there. <laughs> and we also find out um, more radiation is leaking into the ship since he screamed in the last uh, episode. Oh, the last time we saw them, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. caused a mini burn. That's right. He, he's broken some of the, uh, like, I guess, shielding that was protecting them. So more radiation's leaking in. So they're actually in more danger now than before. Mm-hmm. And they were in danger a lot before. So yeah, it's not a good situation. Yeah, but luckily, a deer. It is, is a there. good thing. Yeah. Exactly. Adira shows up with some radiation medication so yeah. they can survive a little bit what, longer. What race is Adira? I, I didn't recognize um, it. So, I think, and I'm not positive, but I think it was the same species as Tilly's friend, the princess from okay. that yes. one planet that showed up randomly at the end of season two. Yeah, she is. They yeah. is. They... They, they are. Yeah, they no, are. Uh, uh, is? I don't Tilly's know. Friend, oh, Tilly's friend. Oh, Tilly's friend. Is, she yeah. is the same race as Adira is. In the as okay. Adira yeah. is. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so. But. It's kind of. Gray. Gray is just gray, right? Gray's just a trill. Gray no. shows up as a he, Vulcan. What? Yeah, I, he's Vulcan. Gray shows up as a Vulcan hologram. I, yeah. I didn't notice that. I, you didn't notice the ears? No. I, the I mean, like, we've only seen Gray, like, a handful of times. I didn't notice Gray looking any different at all. What, gray, gray gray, was a trill. Yeah. Didn't have the spots. It looked exactly the yeah. same. No. Yeah, no, I, no. I'm just Not imagining that office meme where it's like, I need you to find the difference between these two images. <laughs> Like, these are the same images <laughs> i didn't notice yeah. i've seen the episode well okay i, I saw the oh, episode okay. once and listened to say. it a second time because my kid was nice. being crazy and i couldn't <laughs> watch it so i had it playing on my phone with my phone in my pocket and an earbud in my ear <laughs> yeah but i loved that apparently this really high-tech hologram program even though it's glitching out like it recognized the sentience of gray yeah, so and formed a body. Do you think Gray's going to come back as a hologram? I, I kind of think so. Yeah. I, I think that's where they're going. It really seems like it must be headed in that direction since we know it's possible now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have, but I'm not sure by what extent. And the fact that it could recognize that 
there was another entity as a part of mm-hmm. Adira. Like, it's really interesting why Grey hasn't shown up as a hologram elsewhere. Like, something else hasn't, like, mm-hmm. picked up his thought waves and um, Tal's thought waves or whatever. Like, it's really weird thinking about how Trill could interact differently with the symbiotes with all this technology and why they haven't decided to try and do that. Yeah. Well, right now they're like yeah. low on symbiotes, right? Or host. I can't remember. No, which. host. Yeah. Host. They don't have a lot of hosts. So yeah. like maybe they just haven't had the chance to try it out. I don't know. And they're also not currently part of the Federation. Well, actually, they are. Which? Well, at this point in the episode, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad that Colbert explained how the burn actually worked. I mean, it was kind of a pseudoscience explanation, but it was nice to hear something tangible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, somehow he's directly connected to dilithium. Because he was exposed to it when he was in utero. Yeah. 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 And, and I guess that's Kelpians. Mute... No, no, yeah. no. He he's saying like any race yeah. could like mutate oh, genetically. Yeah. And okay. he called it something specific. I can't remember now. It was like it started with a P. Um Prenatal? <laughs> Probably not. Pokemon? I, I just can't remember. No. It it it, it was like something to do with the how he was changed in utero. I yeah, it was like a specific term. Yeah, it's yeah. it's probably not important. I, um, no, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> there was one point in the episode when like everything was like uh, collapsing around them after they get out of the hollow deck, and they're like, he, you know, uh, he's connected to the dilithium, and dilithium has transwarp like connections or something i'm like is he about to just like warp them out of here <laughs> I-, I thought that was gonna happen <laughs> like open a portal no just like, like he uh, was gonna go like warp speed <laughs> yeah <laughs> it it's really weird that his scream is connected to subspace and that's how the vibration of the dilithium from his scream entered yeah. subspace and then blew all the dilithium up it was that like that's that explanation is just like, damn. Well, y- you know, <laughs> keep him away from a large amount of dilithium and maybe keep him calm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a little bit weird, but like considering how weird it is, I think they did a good job with it. Like there was um there was definitely like a level of like uh I don't know the storytelling was good. Does that make sense? Like, Sakal was a MacGuffin, yeah. but he also... There was a lot of emotional weight to his story. It was well, kind of tragic. Yeah, and, we totally called the, the burn was him seeing his mom die. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we called that, like, a mile away. <laughs> it, it was kind of obvious when you thought about it. Yeah. And, like, this whole episode is really about Saru yeah. making a connection with this other Kelpian who's yep. been isolated for so long and hasn't had anything but holograms. So, mm-hmm. and he really doesn't understand the difference 
that holograms and sentient beings are at the beginning when we see him. But during this, it's like, Saru explains, like, we're sent, sentient beings. Mm-hmm. You understand that we're not the same as hollows, right? And he's like, I felt different from hollows my whole life, but I didn't realize that there was other beings like that, essentially. And um, just how he interacts with the hollows and, like, he takes comfort from the Elder, and when he gets upset in this episode, he goes searching for the Elder hologram. Yeah. And it's just gone, and he almost breaks down then, you can tell, but Saru is like, no, listen, we gotta go face your fears. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go. And I don't, it's kind of weird That's if deep. they're going to, if Grey becomes a hologram, and then they try to convince us that Grey's as much of a person as anyone else, this episode did the opposite, so. <laughs> uh, no, Grey won't well, be the same, because it would be a sentient, sentient being connected to a hologram, rather than just a hologram program. Yeah. yeah. That's... Although... There is precedent for certain hologram programs becoming penises. sentient. Yes. When that too. Correct. <laughs> but I think I yeah, I there yeah. I get what Saru was trying to explain. Yeah, I mean it it's pretty interesting. It's like if you lived in a hologram program your whole life, you would have no sense of reality beyond that, you know? It's like it's like the uh was it the Plato um philosophy oh socrates that's what it is socrates has the whole story about the cave have you heard of this no no really oh uh well i'll try to sum it up really briefly but like basically it's this example of like this guy his whole life he's sitting in front of a cave wall and there's like shadow puppets playing on the wall and that is his reality so when oh. he goes out into the into that or into the real world it's like scary and different and he doesn't understand it because his whole, you know, something like that. I'm probably I, missing I the full meaning behind that, that but yeah. <laughs> uh, the only reason I remember that now is because it's in Odyssey, I think, at one point. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you, you actually see yeah. a lot of philosophers and you actually see Plato as a kid. Oh. Yeah, and you assassinate. That's him. awesome. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, but yeah, there's there's a uh, some really cool thought experiments. Uh, yeah, like that, and stuff like this, like kind of reminds me of that, you know. Oh, okay. Can we just talk about Gray for like a couple of minutes? Because sure, we've got three. <laughs> um, Turning up and being able to be seen and perceived uh, and the joy that brings him is awesome. Yeah. And uh, the at the other end, when they have to shut down the hologram program uh-huh. and he's like, no, I don't want I don't want to go. Uh, that's really upsetting. Uh, and, and the symbolism behind that, too. Oh, yeah. And then there's also in the middle of the episode when they're trying to work out how much damage has been done to the uh, the ship's hull, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and no one can approach it because they're, the radiation's worse out there. So Grey is like, I'll go, I'll check it out. 
and he just sort of walks to the edge through all these like pixelated hologram bits. How freaky were was like the um essentially hologram static? It's like a, it was like something from Poltergeist. It was like a portal yeah. to another dimension, you know. But I I just love Gray in this episode, uh, and just like his arc of mm-hmm. just like adulation at being like seen and perceived and then the utter devastation that it's mm-hmm. getting taken away and then Culver yeah. just like coming through clutch being like no we're going to find a way to he essentially yeah. becomes daddy Culver yeah. at that point and he's like no, right we're gonna he take totally care does of you. and it's yeah. so good uh and Adira it... they, they oh yeah, yeah, I'm I sure really love this they've got they've got a radio now. I'm sure we'll figure something out. I'm really glad that they have confirmed that both of those characters slash actors are going to be back in the next season. Um, so yeah, I guess we will get out of the hollow deck after this black alert. Yeah, we should go talk about um what's happening on the ship on the Discovery. So black alert. Black alert. Black alert. Are you a fan of high fantasy epic book series that are converted into television series? No, not that one. I mean an epic book series that is actually complete. I'm referring to The Wheel of Time, Robert Jordan's fantasy masterpiece that was completed posthumously by Brandon Sanderson. Well, I have the perfect podcast for you. The Taveren is a Wheel of Time podcast where three gentlemen go through the series one chapter at a time. In their own special way. Follow along as Bill, Rob, and Rich re-experience this great epic. Experience for yourself a world full of vibrant locations, colorful characters, and storylines that will never fail to surprise. Visit a world that Game of Thrones can only wish was as fleshed out and complete. The Taveren, a Wheel of Time podcast, is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably network of podcasts. Find our podcast wherever you get your podcast feed, or visit probablywork.com for episodes of this podcast and other great shows. We will see you at the Wine Spring Inn. I feel like I hear asteroid sound effects or something. Oh, that's my heater. I just had it running. Like pew pew. Oh. <laughs> At least my feet are warm. Chewie's over there just like under the blanket. I feel bad. But he he won't. He has to be out here. He will not go inside. Aw. So, <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. If this happens again, I've got a heating pad and you just need to bring it out for it. Yeah. All right. So we are at Starfleet HQ and... Yeah, Admiral Vance has uh, the, the the new Voyager uh, attacking the Viridian, and everyone else is shooting the Discovery. Yeah, because Osira uh, commandeered it, basically. Yeah, and she's like, the Federation won't take my deal, so we're getting out of here, and we're taking the Discovery with us. We're going to uh, take all... Uh, and then it's like, we can replicate the technology. Mm-hmm. 
but they don't have stamets. They they lost stamets because mm-hmm. but because Burnham's smart busted him out. Yeah, <laughs> busted him but, out. But I mean, if Osira would not have you know choked Aurelio, he had already figured out that there's a good chance that uh you know book and uh empaths like him can probably communicate with the spore drive so yep collaging empaths no other empaths apparently that because they're different from other empaths but i mean we know two of those and we only know two people from that planet so they're 100 percent of them are tele or empaths as far as we know (laughs) i know that's not true but we only know two people from that planet and they're both empaths so they can't be that rare that's a good point Technically, we know three because we also know he has a son, and we've seen his son. But we don't know a son's empath. An empath. Oh, might, well, you know, we don't. we know three people. From, yeah, like, it might skip be. a generation. I don't know. Anyways, th- th- there's some people out there. Yeah, and of course the uh, Osira and the chain have taken over the discovery. They're trying to escape with it from Starfleet headquarters after their negotiations for. A combination uh, chain federation alliance has fallen through because, well, Osiris a dick, essentially, and um, Michael's captured and brought up to the bridge, and then convinces Admiral Vance to let them go. Yeah, um, but can we talk about why first? So, like, uh, Navarre shows up, which is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. We don't really see any other ship. But they, they, like, they might be in the far distance, but they're outside of the shield. We, we don't really see them. But, but yeah, so Osiris going, she's got, the Viridian is just carrying around pesticide, presumably the one that they use on uh, Quajon. And they're going to release those, and then they're going to shoot them, and then in the ships are going to suck that in and then i guess people die yeah i uh, i wasn't too clear on it but it, it it seemed like she had a very villainous plan to kill a lot of federation people uh in a short yeah. amount of time I, that plan doesn't make sense to me because i feel like spaceships like they probably fly through like pockets of dangerous gas all the time mm-hmm um were they attacking a planet or planets no that she was no attacking the uh vulcan uh the navarre ships by putting pesticides in their like intake oh yeah that's weird yeah uh was it the pesticide (laughs) or the um was it was it the pesticide that they made uh yeah she said it was pesticide. Tell the Meridian to deploy its cache of pesticides. Target shuttle bays, intakes, and airlocks. And like, yeah, I, I don't... What are they intaking? They're in space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. The, so the, the ships have um, these like deflector dish thingies, but it's like, it's a... They can absorb particles, I guess, that they use for s- certain things, but it doesn't make sense if it's a pesticide when it filter that i don't know yeah you i don't know i, I she's she's <laughs> like, gonna I hurt them i wasn't clear she, on she's that. gonna hurt yeah. them and uh yeah. michael's like i don't want you to hurt them and then she was already suffocating the uh bridge crew and that was evil 
That was pretty. Yeah, that was intense. Uh, all, all the regulators start moving up to above deck five, and she shuts off the life support below deck five. Uh, and at the same time, Admiral Vance is like, "Well, we can't let uh Stamets fall into the hands of the chain." So he has plans to put him on a civilian ship and ship him out. And Stamets is like, no, my whole life is in that nebula again. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> in the strip club, in the strip club, <laughs> in the nebula. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Admiral Vance, he kind of like, he just looks so frustrated when he ends that call. <laughs> he just like throws yeah. the oh, screen yeah. closed. He's like, nah. That's how I imagine Trump when he opened his phone to look at Twitter and found out that he was banned for life. <laughs> I just imagine him throwing his phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, apparently, like, um, according to people around him, like, he was just pissed. Did you see he got like, he suspended was furious. from Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> he was on Pornhub. I don't know. <laughs> I, they just, I got a notification on my phone. I don't follow Pornhub on Twitter, but I guess it was like a, a trending tweet that they, like, said that he was banned. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, he was banned from, like, everything. His phone's basically a brick now. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Facebook, That's Instagram. Uh, he's probably still allowed was... on, like, Parlor or, the you know, like, shitty yeah, places Yeah, but like Parlor itself is getting banned. Are they? They should. Yeah, like, Google um, Google Play and Apple are both banning it from their stores. Nice. Yeah. Oh, satisfaction. Anyways, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not to get too well, political. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to date this episode too much. I do want to point out that what's going on today, like in history, it's beyond politics at this point. It's oh, so uh, bonkers what's going on. I, I'm in Australia and I was glued to the news. The yeah, it's riveting. When all that stuff was happening and everything that's been going on this week. But look, like yeah. Tyler said, let's not try and date this episode <laughs> too much. Uh, I can ask you one question, MC. Yeah. What do you call someone wearing a shirt that says Camp Auschwitz carrying a Nazi flag? Oh, God. A Nazi. Cor- Straight up. Correct, unless you're Ted uh, Cruz. Fuck him. An asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, but. Well, this episode came out at the right time because I needed this episode. I needed some oh, positivity yeah. no. about the future. <laughs> There's so many satisfying bits in this uh, episode that this season has set up and then just like mm-hmm. spiked it just hit it out of the park oh, that's perfect, whatever man. uh sports metaphor you want to use. <laughs> yeah. hey, give us a cricket one mc sports ball uh well i i just hit it out oh that's of cricket park. too i thought Same it was just baseball thing. hit hit it uh no well you can hit it for a six perfect that, that, i don't that, know that, what that means there we go good yeah that that's sounds... what we're looking for oh right here, here you go in cricket <laughs> a ball gets bowled down to a batter, and if he hits it over the boundary, uh-huh. he gets six runs. What? There you go. That's all you need to know about <laughs> This that. sounds like Quidditch. Is this a made-up sport? <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. If you hit it along the ba- uh, like across the boundary along the ground, it's a four. But if it goes over the boundary in the air, it's a six. How many, how many runs oh. do you get for catching the golden snitch? You, you don't get any because it's not in the mm, game. Because you've got to run between the wickets. That's how you get <laughs> oh my God. your yeah. score up. I can't tell if he's just spouting gibberish. It sounds like techno babble. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. So you, so you know in baseball... 
how you run around bases. Uh-huh. Yeah. Instead of vaguely. that, just imagine there's two bases, one at uh, either end of a pitch. Like, uh-huh. Why? A- and you just got to run between them Why? to get a run. So in Australia, there's only two bases. You know, like when they like when they say you got to third base in Australia, you only have to get to second base. <laughs> They're not called bases. Let, oh. Let's start off. That's there. an American Sorry. metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, you're being what, We were talking about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick though, is Quidditch? I mean, not Quidditch. What were we talking about? Cricket. <laughs> cricket is cricket the one on horses? No. No. That's Polo. Oh god damn it. The more you know. <laughs> okay. Cricket's enough, the one that's like baseball sports. sort of with a paddle. Uh, oh, okay, that one. Right. It's I was it's getting it mixed up with rugby. It's a bat. I think it's, a it's not a paddle. Looks like a paddle. No, okay. <laughs> that's, what kind that's... of paddle has a pyramid on the back of it? A kinky one. I don't know what you're Yes. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Oh. That's not right either. So, uh, uh, Anywho, let's, I let's loved, just move on. I loved uh, seeing all the ships go to warp. I thought that that whole effect was really cool, and especially like the shot where the Discovery's falling out of warp. Like that just looked sharp. That looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was very interested to find out that you could go like inside nacelles. Like there's, it's just like a room inside the nacelle. Oh yeah, yeah. You need to We've watch more seen TNG. An episode. No, no, no. Well, also... <laughs> they go in the uh, cells like, all the time. <laughs> Tyler should have known that because of the Enterprise episode that we watched. They were in a oh, cell? right, yeah. They, they were they in were... the catwalk. I thought that was just cat... like... That was the catwalk That's... in the cell. Yeah. Oh, that whole I episode that. took place in a nacelle. Okay. <laughs> well, and I, I should point out, it's just like a section of the nacelle. Most of the nacelle, yeah. I imagine, is not livable. It's no. just, I think, the engineering <laughs> section so they can do repairs in there or something. Yeah. I thought it was really cool that since it's detached, there was, like, a holographic bit that you could still, like, walk across. You know, like... Yeah, that was interesting. Thing. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. Um, I The Dot the 23s did less than I expected. Yeah. I mean, there was that heroic moment with Owo where it, like, Yeah, but otherwise they just got, like, blown to shit, like, yeah. during yeah. the fight scene. <laughs> I mean, they were helping the crew out a bit. Like they were almost like scouts, but mm-hmm. yeah, they, they they sort of got blown away a, uh, a fair bit. Um, yeah. There's also one thing that I want to bring up about. Sure. While they're in the ship, um, the scene with uh, Book and Michael's going on where he's getting tortured, but mm-hmm. at the same time. There's the other scene with the bridge crew mm-hmm. down in engineering or whatever, and they're passing around one oxygen thing mm-hmm. to each other. Right, yeah. Why is there only one? Yes, yeah, good question. <laughs> For dramatic effect. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it- Bryce or Reese explains it, whichever one is the one that found it. <laughs> I don't know the difference between uh, the two characters. I can't remember um, which one found it, so I can't I'm tell I'm pretty you. <laughs> sure they gave, like, some reason. File not yeah. found. Um, but yeah, Bryce I mean, the I, with the goatee, I'm pretty sure. Pretty one of them sure. has a goatee? Uh, yeah, Bryce does. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael uh, even said his name at one point, but when she said it, it sounded like Reese. So I was very confused. Like, the B uh, was almost silent. 
It's like rice. Maybe rice. Yeah, but it's rice? not. It's Bryce. Maybe I, I heard know. it wrong. I don't know. And then I started questioning whether I know which one's which. Um, how did you feel about Michael, how she told Tilly what to do, and also the fact that she sent her on a, a suicide mission? <laughs> uh, I don't think it was a suicide mission. It's a suicide mission. We can die here, or we can die stopping Osira. Especially if the crew wasn't oxygen deprived and they actually thought ahead they could have got the robots to do it for them you yeah. bloody ah they, like... they couldn't though because of magnets they what? said that oh that yeah. makes kind no of, sense yeah, yeah that, well, i guess that's it crossed over heroic... the threshold right no, that was like, no, that was a that was why it was a heroic moment for the dot 23 to have said oh whoa Cause because it had to sacrifice itself. itself yeah oh okay yeah, because they were both like, "You can't be here." The sphere data is the droids, right? Yeah, and I assume there's only that one left because we see one get repaired. But I mean, we don't know that for sure. But yeah. I assume. No. I don't think we've seen the last of the sphere data. Oh no, me either. Yeah, but I guess it's not in the ship anymore. Technically, what? It is the ship. Well, it's in the dot twenty-three. I, I, uh, I can it be both? I. Yeah. I don't know. I assumed I it left. I, uh, I assume that it's just infiltrating all of the Federation. It, it's oh, in yeah? Federation HQ now. It, it's everywhere. Uh, it's like it's, super gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, Skynet. But a good Skynet. It, it, <laughs> it's like it's a good like, gonorrhea. A good super <laughs> gonorrhea. Like, he, he, I like my it, metaphor it, better. <laughs> it's like koala uh, chlamydia. <laughs> oh jesus do, do you know about that yes N- no not personally 99 99 <laughs> really. of koalas have chlamydia because they're all sluts oh jesus <laughs> stop slut shaming mc no, I, i'm not i'm stop not koala I'm shaming. <laughs> I, I, i'm just saying like you sleep around you get you, you get koala you sleep around and you don't use protection you're gonna, gonna get, get koala, koala chlamydia. chlamydia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, I think we're supposed to be moving on to uh, the turbo lifts. Oh, Can we, we talk about to... Aurelio a little bit for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, maybe. I feel like there was a scene missing, but Yo, I guess we're supposed was. to get everything we need to know out of the scene where he's like really against um, putting the neuro lock. Or Neuralink, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then Osiris chokes him out. So Here's... she, she like essentially put him against her, mm. and then when she, uh, and then at the end, she's dead anyway. Mm. So why would he? Like he, of course, mm. he just switched sides at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> well, like Michael told the computer to like beam all of the uh, effort, whatever the stormtroopers are called, regulators, regulators, guys. Yeah, yeah, regulars. regulars. Yep, to like uh, beam those out. So I guess he was the only person left because he's not one. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, cool. He's <laughs> technically a scientist. will vouch for him. Yeah, and I mean, I guess Michael would have been like, yeah, I mean, he didn't want to torture book, so. But yeah. I don't know. They just seemed like two buddy buddy, out of nowhere. You are. Would you would you have been happier if they like ejected him out of an airlock? <laughs> no, I just wanted Longer. like there to be a scene where him and Michael are like 
So we're cool now? Yeah. I think I know what happened. So I have a feeling. Did you notice how long this episode was? Yeah, it was, it was like an hour and one minute or something. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit longer than, I want to say, all the episodes this season, right? Yeah, I think most are around yeah. like 55 minutes or so. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking, I thought it was like closer to 45. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking that maybe originally this was a two-parter, but then they realized it was a part two, and then that would have been really confusing, so they cut out a bunch of scenes just to make it one episode. Also, it could have been that there was so much more, but they realized it slowed down the pacing, so they just crammed it all into one. Yeah, I, I feel like, I you know, know, like maybe like COVID had an effect on how many episodes there were this season. Oh, that's a good point, too, because they were like filming when it hit, yeah. right? So they probably yeah. just wrapped well, it up real quick. Yeah, I believe they were done filming... But they couldn't do, like, secondary. Wasn't it, like, February or something? Yeah. I know they did all the the post, like, virtually, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is impressive. So so I'm thinking, like, maybe some of the scenes didn't work, like, how they were filmed. And so they They couldn't couldn't do, yeah, they couldn't do, like, um, any, like, touch-up, like. Yeah. So. Which is pretty common, like, for big projects like this. A lot of times they'll go back and do, like, another week of shooting for you know yeah because you, you don't know how it's going to look in the final you know so you start I, putting it yeah or you don't know if you like when you try to connect it together if you need a scene to explain something so maybe they just didn't film that scene originally <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so, uh, i don't think they thought that through like like i said like osiris dead the chain's gonna fall apart because oh, you're well, skipping she, ahead. she was the minister <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> he he He's already like on the discovery, and didn't they just uh-huh. like they they sent all the other guys off? Asara choked him out, and he was <laughs> pleading with her for to not torture book. So I think his view of who Asara is has mm-hmm. been influenced by Stamets, book, and Michael, and what's been happening, and getting yeah. choked by her, and yeah. also getting choked out like personally. Yeah. And that's why yeah, she he's threatened just his like, family and belittled him because she's like, I have six valves. You have four valves. I'm better than you just because yeah, the number basically. of heart valves I have. My blood <laughs> flows both ways. What does that mean metaphorically? I don't know. I thought that was a great scene, though. That was, you know. Yeah. That was, was good. Yeah. I liked it. Another great scene was the whole seeing inside the ship and the turbo lifts and how they work, finally. Do you? Yeah. So you have never seen so, the turbo lifts like that before? No. Because... No. We, we. Oh, MC hasn't seen that short trek yet. No, I have not. Crap. Oh man. Do you want us to take our headphones off? No, no, no. no it's We're okay. taking our it's headphones okay. off. No, no, it's okay. MC, take them off. <laughs> Eric's gonna explain something. Well. <sighs> I don't. I can't. I can't signal you guys. Are you explaining it? No. Oh, I was just going to say real quick that there was a short trek that showed it before. Eric, you, you don't have video, so we can't see if you want us to put them back on. <laughs> put your headbands back on. Okay. I, I'm going to assume you're done. <laughs> I, I didn't really say anything. <laughs> Is he done now? I don't know. He said he didn't say anything, so I guess he has more to okay. say. We should take him off. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I was just I was just going to say real quick, there is a short trek that specifically shows the outside of a turbo lift. I just and, thought it was oh, going to okay. be an elevator. Well, and they also I... showed it in the first episode of season two very briefly. 
and there was a lot i remember the internet kind of blew up about it because there was a lot of like why is there all this empty space in the middle of the ship you know <laughs> uh so one of the things is the jeffrey's tubes and mm. that's been shown a lot so sure in one of the um movies i'm pretty sure it is yeah they show the inside of a turbo lift, but it's very much like an elevator. Just an job. elevator, yeah. <laughs> huh. I remember... So that... Good. Yeah, no, well, that that's how I've imagined it for the longest time, but I'm like, no, it can't work like that but, because yeah. of how they say where to go and how mm-hmm. they obviously get to, like, completely part different parts of the ship yeah like there's got to be like this empty space somewhere that they can travel through well yeah Yeah. i always assumed that it was still a series of tunnels though like i know it goes up down left and right and whatever yeah i didn't i never imagined that it was just this giant like hangar bay in the middle of the ship with like gravitron yeah rings that like just pass this like metal cube around yeah now i thought it looked cool as hell but oh yeah, it was really. It sweet seemed to like it took scene. up like an unreasonable amount of space. Like it <laughs> yeah. was so huge, um, and also there were a lot of them like running at one time. And I'm like, who's using these? Yeah. Now I, I think it's worth pointing out the Discovery is deceptively huge. Like it's a pretty big ship. Oh, it's hard all to get that scale. Ships. Like when you consider like some of the shuttles that we've seen. Yeah. Especially in the first, like, you remember the prison transport from season one, don't mm-hmm. you, Tyler? Uh-huh. You you know how they had six people in there comfortably? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine how big that has to be. Like, it's bigger than a minivan. I am wondering, like, it's though. It's got to be, like, a <laughs> short bus sort of size. <laughs> and that fits yeah. inside the Discovery uh, shuttle bay very easily like it was it took up like no space at all inside the discovery so imagine just how massive these ships are well they're pretty big but do you remember uh in season two when tilly had to run like a marathon or a half marathon for officer training around the ship yeah yeah they were were running (laughs) in like the smallest corridor uh-huh. Like she had to do like a billion laps to get that many miles. Yeah. You don't know. Uh, well, we we only get like a few <laughs> minutes of that scene, and we only see him like running around like one sort of corridor. Yeah. You don't know that could have been like them running around <sighs> the whole dish. Well, or I think even it... just like a quarter of the dish. I think yeah. I think it was supposed to be the whole dish because they were going in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I um, I don't know. I think I think the reason it bothers me is because they haven't released a manual. They haven't released blueprints for the ship yet, like they have a lot of the other ships in the other series. So like I'm trying to figure this out in my head, like where everything fits, and I'm hoping that someone behind the scenes have, has actually done some calculations to make sure it makes sense. Because otherwise, it's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> you know like because that thing was huge that was like it looked yeah. like three or four stories right like that was a More? big section yeah. so uh, the only place i can imagine that being is like on the neck i guess in that like in the center of the ship kind of you know like, it literally looked like it went on forever where the deflector shield is like in that oh yeah little... no 
And, and then what's really funny is when she gets to the core, uh-huh. it's just like this, it, like from the outside, you think it's going to be a massive room, but then it's just this like, mm-hmm. it's like a sort of big room. It's that like was the cool size looking of, though. That was it, a cool it, set. It's like this, yeah, it was the size of the bridge essentially. I think they reused. just one thing in it. I think they reused the set from the, from the Admiral's HQ. Like it looked like the exact oh. same room. <laughs> just like yeah. re- redesigned. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek does that yeah. all the time. So what was happening on with uh, what was happening with the data core when Michael was shoved into it? Right. I I don't know I, what it is. That was weird. Isira obviously thought it would kill her like instantly. I I think that has something to do with the um the sphere data, but uh also um it it's probably some nanotechnology. She thought thought she would suffocate or something in there. Yeah, well, she clearly had some of them going in her mouth because she was spitting them out, (laughs) which was kind of funny. Did that look like, to you guys, did that look like Borg tech at all? It kind of... I thought you were going to say, did that look like Borat? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to me, it had that kind of like Borg cube texture to it, but Uh, like a little bit more high-tech looking. So there is something that i would talk about Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna have tyler remove his (laughs) headset for real this time (laughs) yeah all right okay so do you remember the episode of voyager called drone yes was that the one with seven and nine technology uh yeah the book technology infects the doctor's uh mobile emitter oh yeah yeah i remember that from the yeah so a lot of like some of the technology it sort of has like that look to it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he he's got like a future borg look to him because he's like 29th century technology in it but yeah. it's very much like i get that sort of vibe from a lot of the technology in this era do you think the like, borg it's a mix do you think the Borg was, like, folded into the Federation at one point? Uh, no. But I do believe... Like, their they... tech was. They probably collapsed, yeah. but they ended up appropriating their tech, because why not? <laughs> Maybe not collapse, but, like, reduce their effectiveness of oh, okay. taking over. That makes sense. I- I'm going to I'm gonna bring Tyler back now. Okay, so... sounds good. <laughs> um, so... Just a FYI, we're at like an hour of recording already, so maybe we need to pick up the pace a little bit. Okay, sorry. I just I oh, don't want to. I want to make sure I get to watch the trailer for whatever we're watching next time. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so well, there's uh, the fight Michael between. Reese... Oh. Yeah. Well, I saw. I saw it gets killed by Michael. Yep. Yeah. Shoots her right in the head. Well, yeah. and she has that great line about like, "I don't need your approval, bitch." Uh, well, she's like, <laughs> "Your approval means everything to me." And I was thinking we should use that anytime we're like, hey, leave us a review. We just play. Your approval means everything to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Burnham Michael has like Reese some is... of the like best, like just like lines, like the way that. She's a um, badass. Uh, is it, what's her name? Martin Green. What's her first name? Is it Sonequa? Sonequa Martin Green. Yeah. Yeah. The way she talks is just like, I don't know. I really like it. Like it's very like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, it's she's very awesome. interesting. Like, it's it gets your attention. Yeah, definitely, definitely. She's gonna make a great captain. Anyway, yeah. What's Michael resets the data cube, uh, the the data core. Um, 
That was a cool scene the, too. Yeah. Uh, she just runs around, grabs a few things, and puts it into other places, and everything resets, and the life support system comes back on, and the crew is survived, and mm-hmm. Owo is alive. Woo! Yay! Yep. And then, uh, meanwhile, Book is fighting <laughs> Zara, and yeah. uh, Zara's like, Who do you think is going to make a bigger stain down there? You fat cat of yours. And then Book <laughs> just, like, kicks him out and yells, Jeez! Yeah, that was the best (laughs) moment. That was so satisfying. That was a good one-liner book. (laughs) And and then Michael tells everyone to report to the bridge. Mm -hmm. So everyone goes up to the bridge. Uh, Michael, uh, the bridge crew. There's one new person in there who I did not recognize. You sure it's not Aurelio? Uh, I think Aurelio was there. Yeah, yeah, Aurelio is there, and Book is there as well. Um but there's one lady. I, I, she's a brunette. I, I. That's the actress who plays Arium. She plays a different character now. Did she dye her hair? I thought she was blonde. I, it, she was blonde. That's her. I think. Oh, it, it's okay. not a new person. Okay. Cool. But yeah, I don't know uh, her they, character's name. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> uh, they get to the bridge. They um, essentially work out that Summit's is the only one who can do the jump because of his tardigrade uh, DNA. But because Book is a different kind of empath who actually connects with Mm -hmm. the things that he's trying to connect with, um, he could possibly do the jump himself. Mm -hmm. And then that happens. And Well, okay, so here's one thing I did want to talk about. They don't have to blow up the ship. They do not have to risk blowing up this ship. <laughs> no. That ship does not know how to get to the part of the nebula yeah. that um, everybody else is Book. in. They can just be like, hey, maybe Book can do this spore jump. And, you know, worst case scenario, we come up with a backup plan. But they're like, no, we're going to throw this warp core out. And then we're going to hope <laughs> Book can like, get the spore drive to work. So I feel like Michael's first thing is like pseudo captain because... Uh, yeah. Tilly was still the captain at that point and Tilly's like if it helps consider this a command yeah <laughs> yeah it was a little unnecessarily risky but it was cool as hell it was really cool looking and I'm willing to overlook it <laughs> yeah yeah that explosion and the ship blowing up was really cool and us not knowing if they survived or not until later on because there's a whole bunch of scenes in between there where we see um Saru help mm-hmm. Sakal confront his fear of his mum dying and his whole family dead on the bridge of that ship. Yeah, but that that whole scene um is in between them. Yeah, that's true. And then them showing up to uh, save the day. Yeah. Essentially, I it, it would have been a shitty way to end the series, though. Like, you know, if they did get blown up and then they also died on the planet. <laughs> like, that's not the way you end the series. <laughs> yeah, but Sakal can, like, use his uh, warp powers to get him out of there. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cheesy that they didn't just, like, show them doing it. I liked it. Yeah. It worked I, really. I, I uh, thought it was unnecessary. We knew this. But, like, survived. I wasn't at all worried. Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, this is definitely what's happening, but it's cool. Yeah, like, I really thought, like, some of the bridge crew was gonna die. Like, maybe at least, like, oh, whoa. Yeah, it's kind of weird that no one died at the end of the season, like, because that's sort of been this whole series, like, that's, like, that's kind of its thing, you know, like, everyone's expendable. 
yeah it's like uh, walking dead or game of thrones for star trek expendables. You know? yeah <laughs> so all that happens they they everyone <laughs> survives everyone gets uh rescued and then stamets is back on discovery with culver and adira mm-hmm did you notice the cold stare Stamets gives Michael? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's pissed. Yeah. But good news is Michael doesn't need him anymore because her boyfriend <laughs> could do the same thing. That's um, true. Do you think Book's going to join Starfleet? Well, okay. I want to point out in that no. last scene, He's on everyone the bridge, had right? the fancy new uniforms. Book, Book was just too cool for that new uniform. Yeah, and he was yep. on the bridge, so... I think I, he's I just. I think he's is... just Michael's Bay. Yeah. You know? I, I like I, that though. Like he's like a supportive like hubby. You know. I I reckon. Well, because there is, uh, precedent for spouses being on ships. Oh yeah, totally. So, it it it's understandable that he's there. Riker and, and Troy. uh the fact that he is a part of the future. I don't think they um, need to bring on someone from the Federation to help them guide them through if Book is there. Yeah, he's kind of like the resident, like, um, 31st century. Wait, what What year is it again? Yeah, 31st century, right? <laughs> yeah. 31st century expert. It's a new year. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> I, so... How do you guys... At, f- oh, sorry. At the end of the episode, uh, I just want to get through some of the last sure. things that happen right <laughs> at the end. Uh, Saru goes back to Kaminar with Sakal to like help him readjust to society and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael gets promoted to captain. Yeah. And the Federation starts because they've found this large deposit of dilithium. They've uh, started to rebuild the Federation. Uh, the Trill have already um, joined back up with the Federation. Mm-hmm. And Navar's in talks with about joining back up. Yep. Because they've also decided that, well, because it wasn't their fault and it wasn't because of their... Uh, I'm guessing it's come up that it wasn't their fault and because SB19 wasn't the cause of the burn, that... yeah maybe pretty clear the, now they can, yeah maybe it wasn't starfleet's fault uh even though they did send them to that nebula and you know yeah they still kind of caused it in a weird way <laughs> but yeah it it, it it wasn't really starfleet but even well, if it, it was, was starfleet. starfleet they're probably gonna cover all this up right because like some people might be a little pissed at Sakal, right? Like, uh, they're definitely going to have Section 31 watching Sakal for yeah. the rest of his life, right? I mean, they'll probably bring... I oh. don't know if Section 31 exists anymore, but they're going to bring it back they just do. because of this. They do? They I'm pretty do sure it's mentioned. Sure? Oh, shit. The guy with the glasses, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg. Uh-huh. He is Section 31, isn't he? I believe so. I missed that. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I think... Um, Maybe him, yeah. It, uh, I I also like seeing the Chancellor uh, at Starfleet uh, headquarters because it, it it really gave us like hope, like seeing like all these races coming together and that 
Starfleet might actually come back together. It, I, mm-hmm. I really liked the hopeful ending. And, of course, Saru and Sakal on Kamina. Mm-hmm. The future... Oh, we got finally got to see future Kamina. And yeah, that was bloody, pretty sweet. Like, that civilization bloody, has evolved. Oh, yeah. That was cool and, looking. And it looked really cool. Yeah, I want to go there. it didn't look like a human civilization, like yeah. the way that they've set it up. I am a little bummed with... Uh, apparently, Saru's stepping down, right? Like... Do you think he'll be on uh, the next season at all? Like maybe as an well, investor he's to just Kaminar? taking a fake. He's like taking some leave, so he'll be back. Okay. I, I just wasn't sure if like Doug know. Jones like pieced out. Like he's like, I'm done with this makeup. Fuck this, you know. No, he's already. <laughs> they had to write him out. <laughs> he of the did show. a lot of working out. That's why he be did the season four. Episode. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's good. Because I like I, Doug Jones I, a lot. I'm, I like Saru. Yeah, I. Oh, Doug Jones is such a good actor. But I'm excited about Captain Burnham. That's that's awesome. Like, we knew it was coming, right? But I didn't know how soon it would happen. Have you spoken with Saru? Yes, sir, I have. But... He wants you to Captain Discovery. I do, too. Yeah, I, I really liked that they didn't put Tilly in the captain's seat. Right yeah. away, no, yeah, and, and totally. that maybe she uh, will stay the f- acting first officer or actual first officer now, mm-hmm. and Michael's the captain. Yeah, I thought it was earned. I thought it was really, really good. Maybe we should wrap up and <laughs> get on to everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, before wrapping things up, I, I had a few questions for you guys. Sure. Okay. Um first of all, so what do you how do you guys feel about the new uniforms? I know Eric you really like the old uniforms. I love the old uniforms, but these new ones are really growing on me, you know? I like the new ones better. No. I don't like them yeah. better, but they're I, I, they're good. They, they they work. And it the makes only sense. Thing that, <laughs> the only thing that I have uh issue with uh-huh. is the medical uniforms because uh-huh. they have white. Yeah. What I really wish they had done is pull out the old teal. That would have been cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was teal instead, I, I, I would love that because I would wear one of those uniforms if it was teal. Yeah. I like the shoulder pads. I thought yeah. those were kind of cool. I, that was I a think, nice touch. I think Admiral Vance looks really cool in it, but then when everyone's wearing it, I'm like, it's a lot of gray on this ship. Uh, <laughs> I, I really loved, I, I wanted them in it, because like, I, I liked yeah. everyone at Starfleet headquarters wearing it, but then like seeing the crew of the Discovery wearing it, I don't, something just seems off. I'm sure I'll get used to it. But Yeah, I, the only thing I that's weird... Liked, oh. I would have liked if they had a little bit more variety, like mm-hmm. if engineering and that uh like if they have black mm-hmm. so you couldn't see where all the grease stains and everything were like that would be <laughs> yeah. a funny little touch uh if, <laughs> totally. if like yeah like if command that would have been smart like, actually <laughs> yeah yeah if, if it was just like a little bit of variation between them but yeah, yeah like the, the i i i'm a big fan of gray mm-hmm. and dark gray in particular so um i i enjoy it yeah the only thing is to me like the discovery uniforms looked futuristic to me like the texture of them and everything they look like they're that they that those uniforms take place later on even though they take place earlier on you know what i mean that didn't make any sense does it (laughs) um yeah i don't know i gotta admit that the the discovery refits also kind of growing on me i I think it looks pretty cool you know Mm. especially in this episode 
Did you cry when the nacelle broke off? <laughs> no, fuck that nacelle. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to no, do I, that. It, it detached. Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to. It, yeah, that scene was cool. It, they kind of <laughs> won they, me over them, with the design. Just took yeah, a while. Yeah, them throwing him out of warp by being able to detach and then reattach the nacelles mm-hmm. was really smart. Like uh, it, That was cool. Uh, that I, came I, into I, play, yeah. 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 That's the thing. Like everything kind of tied together this season. There was so much randomness early on, but eventually it all made sense. Yeah, like the stuff like about episode... Book and his powers, it's like what what does that have to do with anything? Totally made sense by the end of the season. Yeah. Like it all came together in this episode. That's what I was saying, like at the yeah. beginning of the episode. Like this paid off yeah. a lot of things that they set up earlier on in the season. So. Yeah. I mean, this episode had, it. had everything, you know, shooty, shooty space battles, nacelles, clever techno babble, suffocation, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. no breathing. <laughs> but like above all, it had heart, which I thought was good. My only complaint is there wasn't enough grudge. Yeah. I I mean, <laughs> no, don't do that. It, we might get a... <laughs> <laughs> we might get flagged. <laughs> um, Not with Tyler's rendition. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Still, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, That's a good reference. Yeah, no, yeah uh, I think uh, they stuck I mean, the landing this season. I'm impressed. Yeah, I really like how they wrapped everything up. How they like where they are right mm-hmm. now. I think it's a good starting off point for next season. I well, think they wrapped up what everything that's happened in this season. With the bad guys, because they killed both. Both. Yeah, they oh, did. They, like, oh, they're like, mega dead. Z- like they yeah. ain't coming yeah. back. They yeah, killed them, no... and then they beamed them off the ship, and then they exploded them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we were right at the beginning of the season with Zara. He did come back and was. We were right about a lot of stuff. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. No. Oh, th- there was stuff that I like. I'm normally wrong about a lot of prediction stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, so w- when it comes to uh, that sort of thing, I'm like, oh, they went in a completely different direction. Yeah. But this season, it was like, oh yeah, no, we were spot on with like a lot of the things yeah. that we said. Probably not everything that we said, or especially not uh, like once we started getting into the season, we we're a lot mm-hmm. better at predicting things. But <laughs> well, our <laughs> predictions from the prediction episode might not hold up. No, yeah, that's what makes you of those. Uh, will there be Klingons? It'd be weird if there weren't. Uh, I don't think that they'll be as prominent as before, but yeah, there's got to be at least one Klingon character, right? Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. What? What? Have you guys noticed that each season of the show is like a totally different show? Like the tone is all over the place. Uh, but this season, I feel like the writing was really tight. They weren't like flying by the seat of their pants. Like it seemed like in season one, like they didn't know where it was going kind of. They yeah. still pulled it off. Like, I love season one. But, like, yeah. this was really solid. This was a good season. And I'm really excited think... to see what happens in season four. And I'm wondering if it's going to feel like a whole different show again, you know? Here's the thing. Season one, the uh-huh. first half, was meh. The second it. half of season... No, no, but the second half of season one... Felt like Battlestar, you know? Really good. Yeah. So... Unlike some shows where it takes like almost halfway through the s- season two, yeah, 
next generation uh, yeah for real yeah <laughs> those no, that first it, season's rough it's surprising oh, yeah, that and, show ended up being a hit oh yeah and halfway through season two it's still really rough there's like, some you think about it there's some wretched episodes man yeah, we have so, them on the list unfortunately so, you think that it only took them like half a season to get into like the step mm-hmm. whereas like other seasons like Especially, yeah. like Voyager took three seasons. Even DS9, which is a really good show yeah. altogether, like it doesn't really get good until season three, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's all build it, up till then. Yeah, and like this one did it pretty fast in my opinion, and they I will the, say the exception's TOS, because season one's the best season of that show. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, that show but, goes downhill like, by season three. <laughs> but <at> the, <laughs> At the end of last season of Discovery, they hit, like, a whole new level of, like, stepping up their game. Oh, and yeah. And then this season, they they just, like, hit it out of the park. And they set up so much stuff through the, uh, the season, and there was payoff after payoff. Yeah. And they just sort of kept that rolling throughout mm-hmm. the season. And it felt great watching it. And 100%. the whole emotional like impact that this season had is great oh yeah yeah i I totally agree i felt like michael burnham was a completely different character this season and i much prefer this character than what we've seen in the past two seasons oh yeah a hundred percent yeah she had a yeah she had a lot of growth that's for sure Mm -hmm. like not only between season two and three but also between the beginning of the season, the end. I of thought the season. you were going to make a hair joke. I thought you were going to say n- not oh. just her, not even just her hair, <laughs> but her personality. I actually liked her hair better in season two. Really, I like her <laughs> not hair. Not gonna now. lie. Yeah, I, I like it. It looks good, definitely. So she pulls it off. Here's the thing: she didn't evolve, but like, like her project, uh, like she was really smart. Mm-hmm. But she was lacking the emotional maturity. Sure, yeah. I think at, at especially the end in of this season one, season, yeah. yeah. Well, because she was raised by Vulcans. Of... Yeah. Well, well, there's that, but also, <laughs> I, I don't also think bad she writing. was. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, no, no, no. I <laughs> Did think you say also it bad was part writing? of her character. No, I don't remember that. No, no, no. Bad I, writing. I, I just think it was part of her character that she wasn't emotionally mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, like not just because she was in Vulcan society, because she had been out of it. Like she was a commander in Starfleet when we first saw her. Like, right? Yeah. It, it 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 wasn't just Vulcan. It was like how she perceived herself. Yeah. She wasn't emotionally mature. Well, she was at very the by of, the book too. Yeah. At the end of Which this season, <laughs> she's evolved into a very mature, emotional person. Like, oh, yeah. she's starting to... Uh, and I think Book has some part of that. Mm-hmm. To, uh, like, oh, I think, it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like... So, and that's why she's actually ready to be a captain now, where I don't think she would have been Well, she got out. Season. she got out and lived a little. She got out of Starfleet, basically, and, like, you know, yeah. went crazy and, like, kind of got to see the world and, you know... Um, I will say one thing. Maybe it's sure. not just her that changed. It's also Starfleet because like Admiral Vance yeah. is like, you know, it's not the way that I would do it, but you did it, oh. and it and it worked. It's kind of it scene. seemed like 
affirmation of yeah you know the first time like when she did the mutiny it's like you know i wouldn't have done that but like maybe you could have stopped prevented the war if like people would have listened to you but <laughs> i don't know Anyways, i thought that was I'm good freezing. though Oh, so okay. if we could wrap oh, this I, up, I, I would yeah. appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we should get into the questions. Um, who was the Ash Tyler of this episode? Hmm. I'm trying to think. David Cronenberg. I was thinking David Cronenberg, Cronenberg. because like <laughs> yeah. he seemed somewhat out of character. He was like, let's yeah. n- maybe not shoot the Discovery, like. There's like hope on that ship. It's a symbol. Yeah. Yeah. And Admiral Vance is like, um, "Fuck your symbol." <laughs> <laughs> um, did any, any of the nacelles do it for me? Yeah. <laughs> or, or any of the ships. Like, there, I there thought all the ships are of... great. This is yeah. a good episode no, well, for ships. Well, because we also got to see the new Navar ships. And, yeah. Uh, like, I didn't we... get a good look at them. Yeah. Actually. I thought the but, Meridian re- looked really cool when it exploded. That did it yeah. for me. Yeah, we did see the uh, the Voyager J in action, didn't we? Uh, we heard it briefly. in action. I don't know if yeah, I really we saw it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I- I'm not sure if we really got to see it either. We saw yeah. a lot of ships, and I don't know which one was which, yeah. except for the Discovery and the Viridian. <laughs> uh, MC, was this episode better than spending the same amount of time playing Cyberpunk, whatever twenty seventy seven? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think it was actually really better because, yeah. well, like I said, like they wrapped up a lot of things. It was a very emotional episode, and I did find myself crying at one point. So yeah, nice. yeah, uh, the the bits with the bridge crew were like really intense to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like yeah, I thought Owo was dying. It seemed like it. Yeah, but she's fine. They all have brain damage, but it's fine. It's <laughs> oh. a good kind of brain damage. <laughs> oh, they can uh, fix that. Future uh, science. You, you, you want a, um, a, a quick rundown of uh, me thinking Owo died? <laughs> sure. Blow by Fuck! blow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tyler, was there a triple this episode? Um, there was probably a triple in the Viridian somewhere. But oh, they just massacred oh. a whole bunch of them! <laughs> oh, oh God, that's a good thing. That no, no. When you think about Ooh, it, that's I a doubt good the thing triple pop. Do you think the trans worms yeah. were all on there? Oh God! <gasps> oh Probably. my God! They're extinct. Uh, like they're they going extinct. Like I feel like that's a crime. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Starfleet's just gonna sweep it under the carpet. You know, <laughs> sweep it under the rug. Uh, does anyone have predictions for season four? Uh, I, I predict that Michael's going to stay the captain. Saru's going to like do his own thing for a few episodes, and then he's going to come back with new perspective, and he's hmm. going to fill a different role. I don't know what. I think he's going to be the ambassador to Kaminar. I actually think that he's going to be at headquarters more, and that maybe mm-hmm. he might be. <gasps> so maybe he'll step up as the new admiral because the admiral wants to spend time with his family. Uh, that well, no, because that admiral's <laughs> the commander in chief. Yeah, there are still other admirals in uh-huh. the fleet. He could become admiral. Yeah, it's true. But, Maybe he'll be a commodore. Actu- Ooh, we haven't seen a commodore in a while. Um, what are my predictions for season four? Uh, Gray's going to have a some form of body. 
I I second that. Yeah. He he is going to probably have a holographic body at some point. Um, if they can give Picard a body, they can give Gray a body. Come on, easily. Yeah. This is how um, many years later? <laughs> what's his name? The scientist Aurelio with the Syrah. Aurelio. Aurelio. He'll probably um, be. Yeah. He will either become a part of the Federation's uh, R and D or be on the Discovery. I could see that. Book and Michael are going to get married. Do I you think Michael's going to marry them since she's the captain and she can do that? Marry herself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe no, she'll. No, I, I think Vance will. Oh yeah, that's how that's going to work. Yeah. Do you think Book's going to get captured again? Do you think all of season oh, four is going to be like, <laughs> like the the search for Book? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as much as I really enjoyed doing a whole season on Discovery, I'm really ready to get back to some classic Trek. What about you guys? Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, I, I'm ready to get back to doing our randomness because, <laughs> yes. especially, especially because our first episode, like we made a poll on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. if you're not following us on Twitter, it's, uh, too young for this track. That's a two, <laughs> the number two. Young, four number, <laughs> this track. Uh, <laughs> character all, limits. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's character limits. So uh, go follow us there. Uh, but we put up a poll on there. Uh, Eric, Troy, and myself all chose different episodes uh, mm-hmm. to put up, and we asked you if you were going to make an other suggestion that you put it down below, um, and then if. The three of us had a consenting idea on the other episode that, yeah, we'd choose that one instead. We didn't. I know that for a fact. Uh, but uh, Eric we, did win. Should we point out what the other episodes were that people talked about? Or should we uh, just let the listeners look for themselves? No, we can uh, say them. So I, I know. Well, do you want to say the ones that other people pointed out? Because we had, we we had uh, Eric had yeah, The Bride boy. of Chaotica. Troy chose Sub Rosa, and yep. uh, MC chose Extinction. Can I just briefly say which series I think each are from? Because I don't know. Yes. Okay, so Bride of Chaotic uh, <laughs> sounds like a definitely, like that name. It has to be a TOS episode. Um, mm. Extinction it's a good guess. sounds like a TNG episode. Like it seems <laughs> like they're trying to be a little badass or something. And then Sub Rosa I don't know. It doesn't really sound like anything, so I'm just gonna say like maybe it's a um, Voyager episode. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm I, I'm gonna say now none of those are right. All of those, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I, quickly point out some episodes that people talked about in the thread real quick. Uh, we got yep. Threshold. That's a good one. That's that's yeah, a good that's it, a good choice for cheesy episode. Uh, Way to Eden, another good campy, uh, you know, uh, romp. <laughs> uh, there's a DS9, someone mentioned the DS9 Tribble episode, which is totally yeah. on our list, and we will definitely get to it at some point. Someone mentioned Spock's brain. Oh, yeah, that's 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 worth yeah. that's worth pointing out. Oh, and someone mentioned uh, one we had watched, which is uh, yeah. the magics of... Magus. Oh yeah, Magus Magic's of Megas too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic episode. If you guys haven't 
listened to that one yet, definitely go back because that's like I think one of our funniest episodes. Yeah. Uh, whatever the one where there's a bigger Spock. I don't know what that one was called, but that one's also great. Infinite Vulcan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone also mentioned uh, Piece of the Action. That's a good one. I don't. Well, it's not a good one. one, but it fits this category. Yeah. But like I said, uh, Eric did win uh, with Bride of Chaotica. Uh, so we'll be watching that next. Uh, if uh, Tyler would like to pull up the trailer for that. <laughs> I, I am trying because... to, but Chrome will not open. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, there we go. I got it. Oh, I was about to suggest you give me the ability to. Share my <laughs> Google screen. was like, "Yeah, I'm not watching that episode." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited I, I for this one. I just gotta yeah, say, I, I can't wait for uh, Tyler to watch this because it's I, gonna be like, I "What is about this, shit? this episode?" <laughs> uh, I, I'm. I like this. So episode I'm too. doing a rewatch of Voyager. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, because remember, I mentioned that I was watching Voyager and DS9. I did uh, that right. I did a Voyager rewatch right before we started doing this podcast, like yeah, right before so Picard. I, I was uh, because I can't do Voyager. The first three seasons by themselves, I can't. They're pretty do rough them by themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I was switching off between it and DS9, and I'm actually up to season four of Voyager. So I'm just gonna finish <laughs> Voyager. Uh, okay. Now. Well, you're but, halfway uh, there, so I'm I'm like at the end of season four, so th- this will be a, Alien a good Paradox version. To see. Alien Paradox version. What is this? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but here we go. <laughs> Guess we'll find out. This is no ordinary mission. What was that? No ordinary ship. Captain Proton, surrender. It's in black Not and white, chance. so and yes. no that's weird. Crew. You're no match for Arachnia. It definitely looks campy. Wild. <laughs> Power the death ray. But the danger... Uh, incoming. ...is all too real. We're going down! ...on the next <laughs> Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> all right, so that looks like a hell of an episode to watch for my second ever Voyager episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, it, like, it's Tyler's going to be so confused. Yeah. He's going to hate Voyager before he even knows what it is. Oh, no, but this is a great campy episode, but Oh, that's like, perfect. Yeah. It, but, like, the first episode I saw episode. of Voyager didn't really seem like an episode of Voyager because it was, like... It the, wasn't. Like, what was it, <laughs> no. the 30, 25th, 30th anniversary episode or whatever? Yeah, it was the Sula yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically, like, a TOS episode. Like, TOS tie-in episode. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So, and this watch is that next time. <laughs> this, I mean, as you can see, it's not a typical Voyager episode. Oh yeah, don't. I, I have to decide <laughs> if I think it's gonna be a good, bad, or mad episode. I forgot that's the thing we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're. I think I'm gonna enjoy it. I don't know if it's gonna be a good episode, but I'm gonna say <laughs> it's gonna be a good episode. They feel like they tried to do something different. It's in black and white, so. There was at least some effort into it, so I'm going to say good episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then after this, um, we're watching the search for Spock. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about we're that. Back, uh, <laughs> so we we totally forgot. Uh, it, we just want to do like one random episode before we get back into the search for Spock because, uh, well, we're all going to have to rewatch 
the first part of that again yeah. uh and and we've been um, watching Impala... discovery for like six months now so <laughs> yeah we yeah. just i felt like we needed something to just get us back in the mood for random track and also for it's like our, our year anniversary of podcasting of this podcast yeah oh, so woo-hoo. go us that's it's, awesome it's the last episode we'll record with trump as our president Woo. <laughs> oh my god oh that that so as an australian Watching the season finale of America, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it had it had a surprise happy ending, kind of. I mean, uh, well, we're not out of the woods yet. If he yeah, gets impeached, yeah, we'll, we'll see. yeah, for sure, he might resign. Especially uh, pandemic, storming of the Capitol. We, we literally do not know, but things are yeah. Not we're not out of the woods yet. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Speaking of that, there's still people arguing that Trump's doing the right thing. And unfortunately, my mom's one of them. I I had a huge (laughs) fight with her last night. We just cut her off. I've done that before. Like it happened. Like this is a periodic thing at this point. It's because of this kind of stuff. But like I tried to reason with her for like two hours and it was like talking to a wall. You know, (laughs) it was pointless. And Mexico paid for it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i i'm freezing guys so uh sorry man uh yeah let's wrap up let's do our um not just me it's not just me chewie's under a blanket you can't all all this poking out his little tell he's so cold it's like 30 something (laughs) degrees outside and i'm basically inside you like a tauntaun (laughs) he he could (laughs) he crawls inside me Yeah, yeah. He just bust all up in my ass like the <laughs> bookship. Do you think bookship will get a name? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I'm kind yeah. of pissed they haven't said what it's called. So, I, I, how can I order a model of it if they don't tell me what it is? It, it's Guys. it's like Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it, it'll get it'll get a name in the second season. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It'll be something <laughs> the stupid. End of the second season, or the end of the next season. Uh, so I'm gonna start the plugs now. <laughs> Tyler does another. Okay. <laughs> Tyler does uh, another podcast uh, called uh, an Attack on Titan podcast called The Coordinate, where he talks, uh, where he's talking about the final season of the anime with a weird British guy named Bill. We love Bill here on this podcast because he is the weird British guy we keep referencing. <laughs> we just got to drag Bill on one for one episode. I don't know that Bill watches Star Trek. I know. I still think we need him on just to okay. talk about it. Sure. Yeah. Just try to explain a Star Trek episode to him. Um, yeah. Bill's schedule is even more difficult to work around than mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can find more of Eric's work on Epic Fails of History, that's Epic with a K, where he talks about humanity's greatest failures and what we can learn from them. Uh, yep. Have, have, is that next episode coming out soon? Yeah, it is. Is that next soon episode coming out? I, soon I feel like that's... Uh... I'm hoping to have it out by the end of the month. It, we haven't recorded it yet, but I have, I'm have. i getting the show notes together and we're mm. hoping to record next week. Nice. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, I I really like listening to your podcast. Oh, it's, thanks, man. Uh, 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 the only one that I have a problem with is the fact that the Great um, Emu War. When you talked the about Emu the Emu War, Emu War. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll have uh, to bring you on as a resident expert on. You know, so <laughs> you forgot to mention that this was the 1930s Jeep. 
Yeah. And they had one gun. <laughs> one. Yeah. You should. What you need to do is you need to record me a segment so I can just plop it into an episode of you <laughs> ranting about the emu war. And we can make it a regular segment if you want, just like yeah. every episode <laughs> ends with. <laughs> Here's the thing. Farmers were asking for help from the government. The government sent three guys, a jeep, and one gun. Yeah, I know. And <gasps> yeah, a- a- and you wonder why we lost that war? Yeah, <laughs> it was three guys against twenty thousand emus. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey Tyler, if you want to just like clip this segment, I'll put it at the end of a epic fails episode. <laughs> um, That's a great rant. <laughs> yeah. So, MC has another co- podcast called The Best Anime Shows Ever So Far, where they watch, rank, and review every animated show ever so far based on its first three episodes. And at some point, they're watching we Thundercats. Will be back. <laughs> yeah, we will be back <laughs> at some point. Uh, we're still on hiatus. Um, as you can tell by Troy's absence, uh, uh, he, he's kind of busy at the moment. We're, Being in like, a nebula. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just adult, adult, yeah, adult stuff where he's like a parent and everything, and I'm still a man child who's <laughs> never going to grow up. We're all men, children. I'm Pan. <laughs> we're we're all Sakal. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you can find links to everything uh, we just mentioned in the show notes as well as links to everyone's social media and a link to our Discord channel where you can come talk to us about Trek and everything else. Uh, I I believe uh, we have a channel for everything at the moment. Yeah, I have a lot <laughs> of random channels of mine as well. <laughs> um... I, I, I'm, I don't think we have a link to Eric's Discord because uh, I think that's our private one where we discuss... Uh, not so safe subjects. <laughs> you make it sound worse than it is. <laughs> I I mean, uh, uh, th- there's some stuff in there that I would really not like the public to see oh, okay. me talk about. <laughs> Where I I am very um politically charged and angry oh we all are we need to vent somewhere right <laughs> Ooh, can we use, yeah. can, I, can i use this podcast to try to get someone banned from twitter oh sure oh, yeah go right ahead yeah oh i know sucks. exactly who you're talking about and go right ahead i did my part last time yeah, yeah. so there's this guy who ran for florida governor uh last time as an independent and he's verified on twitter with 752 followers no one ever interacts with his tweets and it's just all spreading lies about covid and uh the presidential election and his name on twitter is stop wearing mask so he's a big fuck if you could just go to (laughs) twitter and uh report at bruce w stanley i'll love you forever we all will oh yeah uh so where are we where where are we headed to uh well i guess we're headed to uh gamma quadrant right yeah, the Gamma Quadrant, uh, the holodeck on the Gamma. No, Delta, the, uh, Delta. The oh, sorry, Delta. Delta. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but we are headed to um, the holodeck on the Voyager, to be more specific. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I thought they were just in the 1950s or something. Uh, anyways, uh, three to beam out. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you remember that bit where we're talking about strip clubs? <laughs> I don't oh. actually. Well, This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.